This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.46. It's time for today on Twitter, where it is all about how email etiquette is changing. So this comes And changing from- for the better? Uh, debatable, might depend on where you fall. Um, so this comes from a post by Tati Hassan, who uh, posted a screenshot of an email exchange. Um, and it's two emails by um, a Gen Z or Gen Z employee called Ayman. Um, and essentially, the email starts by uh, with Tati asking Ayman, did you send the John Cena as an attachment because I can't see it? And then Ayman replies, dear miss, apologies for the oversight embarrassed Ayman, and then sends another email, Dear Miss, apologies again for my blunder, humiliated and humbled Ayman. I've got to say, I've never had occasion to sign off an email humiliated and humbled, but I wish I could. (laughs) Well, I mean, I have to credit Ayman for um, a rich vocabulary. I think that's uh, something uh, any employer would be proud of, that this person understands the English language and can use it in the correct way, right? So that's great. But the question really is, I guess, here is whether this is appropriate for the exchange. If you're writing to your boss would you use language like this? Well, a number of people are actually bringing up exactly that. Um, Hadi, for instance, says, this is because our generation are the managers. Imagine being a, a chamber to a boomer lawyer. Mati, way if I signed off like that. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Ella says, to be honest, in the corporate world, this is a big no. Um, which is probably true. It also depends who you're writing to. If you're chummy with your boss and, you know, you make jokes like this, I've been known on occasion to sign off emails to or leave requests to my team lead by saying, you know, need this for curing my decrepitude and so on. And we laugh at it. Um, But I'm not sure whether it works in every work context. Yeah. And it would, I guess... uh you're right. It's got to do with the organizational culture, the kind of personal relationships, what emails represent for that organization in terms of, um, an, uh, you know, a paper trail of, of, of recognition of certain decision making processes. So, um, but I personally, you know, emails really dropped off for me as something as a major mode of communication. I don't know if that's true for you, Shamala. Um, I use email and WhatsApp equally but differently when it comes to work communication. Um, but that may also that may also play a factor in why the Gen Z in particular, which is the starting point for this conversation, view email perhaps differently from those of us who clearly are not from the Gen Z, um, who grew up with a different sort of format for email, right? Because, you know, I certainly learned to write emails the way I would write a letter. Um, if I look at how my mom emails, she in fact WhatsApps like she writes emails almost sort of structured and formal. Um, and I do think that generationally, as as we sort of see new generations of digital natives come up, the way they use these tools is very different. Um, an email thread of people with three different um, age groups will probably read very differently in how they write and respond to each other. Right. So uh, for some the letter is the template for the email. Yes. But now uh, the WhatsApp is the template for, for email. The email yes. right? So so that's where the generational divide is. Um, 
I'm I'm happy with the generational divide. I mean, will it be bridge ever? I don't know. You know, East weeks. Um, will you ever West. sign off an email humiliated and humbled or um, hungry and and grumpy? Uh, I have. It really depends. I, <laughs> not in a work context, but definitely in a friendship context. I I would do that. What's interesting is that we have some responses that uh, uh, celebrate this as um, a mark that the Gen Z are. A realer, realer. Okay, so t- uh, Kasha says true. Gen Z are probably the realest people out there. They speak their minds. They are fearless. So, do you agree? We're talking about this because of an email exchange written by a member of Gen Z. And uh, we're talking about how the way you write emails, email etiquette has shifted over time. Do you pay attention to email etiquette? Have you noticed this change? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Building fit Malaysians. BFM. 89.9. It is 5.55. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Sharad. And we've been talking about email etiquette and how that's changing over the generations. Uh, that comes from a screenshot that was shared on Twitter um, with a member of the Gen Z signing off an email. Humbled and humiliated, I believe it was. Um, which got us asking you, do you pay attention to email etiquette? Have you noticed it change over time? You can call us. You can send us a voice note. You can WhatsApp us. You can tweet us. In the meantime, um, we've got a number of thoughts on this. Let's start with this from, okay, the most depressing one. I'll do that first. Lok says, most likely written by AI. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, it's unlikely that you have a prompt that, uh, um, you know, that will allow you to do that with your boss. But uh, I must say, I am uh, bewildered and befuddled that you insist on calling it calling them, that generation, Gen Z. Yes, Sharad. I, I, I was educated in British English in school. And well, so, so I say I, Z. So was I. So I call I'm not it as Gen, cool as you. Yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to ingratiate myself to the Gen, Gen Z. Yes. I am. Siemens, meanwhile, says, I've attended a budget proposal presentation by a Gen Z with some memes on the slides. It was a good presentation and it lightened the mood. I love that. Um, I, I've also attended, um, to be fair, it's not just a Gen Z thing, but I've noticed increasingly people becoming more um, lighthearted with the usage of memes on presentations, um, lectures where you get sort of funny, familiar clips from online. And I think all of that really does a long way towards lightening the mood. Well, lightening the mood or, you know, communicating better. I think if that's the objective, then whatever you use, uh, uh, whatever's in your arsenal of communicative skills, you use it, right? I mean, uh, if, in fact, softening uh, a difficult message uh, comes with a, Oh, it's helped along by an emoji. Why not? The question is, you know, why was a generation so stuck on those formalities? Was there um, a, a good reason to hold on to those formalities? Well, Roberto says, yes, I've noticed a change in the way the new generation writes emails, which sometimes I may say is interesting and entertaining, but some others, they don't have a filter and so can reach the limit of rudeness. It's difficult really to try all the time to be in their minds, especially in professional settings. Sometimes this can be fun and relaxing, it doesn't need to be all the time taking on a serious tone. You see, it's confusing. Um, you know, Roberto, I, I think I get what you mean. Um, I do think that one challenge with casual speak, quote unquote, which is something the Internet has kind of given birth to, is that 
sometimes there is no distinction between situations that require a more formal or serious tone. Um, and then the bulk of communication being written instead of face-to-face or spoken also changes and, and allows a lot more room for misunderstanding, I think. Yeah, so this comes back to Kasha's comment about Gen Z being real and, and the, um, the value placed on being real, right? Uh, as opposed to what? Unreal or formal and professional and and therefore you know um th- that's artificial and not uh, and so I understand where Gen Zs come, right? So there, it may be a pendulum swing kind of thing, Shamala, that, you know, it's moved in that direction against the formality, the strict formality, uh, and the kind of dryness of that all to something maybe a little too much now. Well, we are running out of time, but you can keep your thoughts coming. You can call us, you can send us a voice note, you can WhatsApp us, you can tweet us, and keep it here, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.